Hello and welcome back to Comedy Club. Uh, I did not die from COVID. Uh, We're very happy about this. We would not want uh, Hunter to pass away from the vid. Uh, I would have to find a new co-host, and that would be a real bummer for me. Yeah, that that would be a real bummer for you, Frank, wouldn't it? (laughs) Priorities, man. Priorities. Like, uh, yeah, if you're sick, don't go to work. Like, stay home. Little PSA right there for you. Play some video games, which we're going to talk about. Frank, I want to start this episode... By telling you something I learned uh, during my quarantine period. Tell me about it. I learned why there are so many CG trailers recently. And why what their purpose is. Oh, is this from the... Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so it, for those who aren't aware, uh, I think it was a Bungie employee uh, informed the world why CG trailers happen. And it's mostly because they're trying to recruit people to work on the game. Yep. Which is like, okay, that makes sense. But also like... Why announce it so early? You could just like put job listing. You could have like a like a um, job listing site that only they can access. That would make more sense to me. Yeah, but it's kind of a promotional piece, right? If you're trying yeah. to draw in people to work on your game, you're like, hey, this is what we've got so far. You want to come get in on this action? Yeah. And I didn't know that. I thought that was pretty cool. Well piece of insider little, little insider information there we saw on Twitter. And I was like, oh, hey, that's actually, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I understand that. But, once again, I'm going to say it seems like we've had a glut of CG-only yeah, trailers this I think past year. As as we get more and more, I'm starting to get on the side of, hey, maybe uh, wait a couple months. <laughs> maybe pull a Nintendo. Maybe pull a Square Enix. You're like, um, we've got this game, and this is what it looks like. Here's a trailer. Here's some gameplay. It comes out in three months. Yeah, that's what, that's what uh, Guardians is doing. And they were like, oh, yeah, by the way, this comes out in October. And they're like, oh, okay. And they had a bunch of gameplay. And they are like, look at this engine footage. Right, yeah. and I think that's actually more of the way that games should be presented. Like, yeah, we know you want to build your hype and get the marketing game going and get those pre-orders yeah. going, but it's like, can you just wait? I mean, I, I that's why I like the um, the Bethesda way of doing things. It's like, we'll show you the game when it's ready. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And Starfield will, you know, come out eventually. Yeah. Oh, it's coming, it's coming out soon, actually. In a couple months. Okay, well, January or February is not a couple months. It's technically a couple months. It's almost October. <laughs> That's, that's not how time it's a works. a few months. That's, that's more than a few months. It's only September. No, it's closer than it was last month. <laughs> okay, well, it was closer than when Skyrim came out, too, but okay. It was like, that's fair. All right. I can't wait for Starfield. I want to see what that game is. Um, <laughs> it's very interesting how that's going to end up. But we're not here to talk about Starfield, Frank. Heck no, we are here to talk about the PlayStation Showcase that we missed out on last week. Yes. Um, we want to give the world what we think about everything that we saw. Play, Sony definitely needed to do this because, not not that I there's there was nothing coming out. It's like it seemed like there was a while between like what what is going to be the PlayStation exclusives for the coming three years, and we didn't know. And now we know. Um, we do indeed know because you know PlayStation Sony are at this point they're skipping E three every year now. They yeah. And they. I I think it's stupid, but whatever. <laughs> they've got their own thing. This is what they do. Eh. Um. And they just don't want to showcase during that in time. I think they focus more on the Japanese game shows. I think that's why. Yeah, I, that, and I think it's more of like uh, they want to appear as luxury pro- product. Product. Right. And they kind. I don't know if I'd call PlayStation a luxury pro- product. I'd call more PCs that. Um, I would say that because they're so hard to find right now. But that's more of like supply. A supply issue. Um, 
I mean, it, you can consider any item that's not necessary for living kind of luxury. True. It these things are all basically luxury items. Right. You don't um, need a PS5 to live. But I do, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I will. Don't get me wrong, I will. And soon. Uh, once I get my Series S, well, everything will be okay. <laughs> you don't... You're never going to touch it. You're never going to play it. Well, here's the thing. I do kind of want one because my launch Xbox One is dying. And I'm like, oh, there's a bunch of Xbox One games I haven't played yet that I have in my backlog. And I can't because I don't have a good Xbox One. So it would be kind of handy... But at the same time, I don't need one. <laughs> right? At this point, it's like, if that's the route you want to go, you almost want to go with the Xbox Series S and just rock Game yeah. Pass. You know? Just, because it's once again, like, Game Pass. $300 for, like, a, like a next-gen console that does... Very, like, there's... People will say it's not minute differences. It still runs the games. Like, it's not... Right, you could pretty much just call the Xbox Series S the Xbox GP for the Xbox Game Pass machine. Yeah. That's pretty much its design and purpose. and not. You know what? I'd be down with that. Yeah. Because most Xbox games, almost every single Xbox game I've played for the past year has been via Game Pass. The Xbox Game Box, that's what they should call it. Yeah, because that wouldn't be confusing at all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I'm excited for next gen. Like, I've been excited, but now I'm super more excited. Knowing, knowing what we know now... This is a very exciting time in games. Right. And we're, you know, we'll talk about this, but we're kind of last-genning, next-gen, and present-gen all kind of hitting the same wall. Yes. Well, this is a PlayStation showcase, and man, they came out swinging right away. Yeah, this is... Okay, I'm a little bit worried about this game, but my my, my worries were kind of eased over something that was revealed kind of... Uh, first of all, we're talking about KOTOR Remake. That's the only public remake! Oh my god! I was so hyped for this. Like, unbelievably I'm, hyped. I can't even explain. Like, you... It's talking, and I'm like, I think that's... I think that's Jennifer Hale that's talking right now. I think I think that's Bastila. And then the fucking lightsaber came out, and it was rapid mass, and I just went, Yo! And my girlfriend came out, and she's like, What are you yelling about? I'm like, I'm just so hyped right now. I can't help it. I, I, I do have some worries right now there's not gonna be anywhere but i I need i need i need to express this because i i I want people to i'm excited for the game i love kotor i had never gotten to play it because what what hold hold, hold Hold on on. let me explain why hold hold on hold on what do you mean you haven't played kotor i so i've only been able to watch let's plays of kotor because uh the pc port of kotor is broken and i don't have an xbox original so I was like, I want to experience this game, but I have no way to do it. So I watched an entire playthrough of it and kind of like, kind of felt the twinge of jealousy that I did not get to play this game at launch. I, why, I mean, I'm so sorry that you didn't actually I know. play this game. I'm sorry too. <laughs> I've played this game so many times, it's ridiculous. So here's where my worries are though. They're all bullshit, by the way. Uh, I, Asper. This is, this is... Aspire. Is, is it, is it Aspire? It's Aspire. Okay. I, I'm a little worried with Aspire. Um, but the only reason why I'm worried is because of they're mostly a mobile game studio. They're, but they're not like. a mostly mobile game. They're mostly, they do a lot of ports of Star Wars games yeah. onto the PC but this and is, other systems. But do you understand what I'm saying? This is very ambitious. Yeah, which is why they brought on a lot of other developers, yeah. including developers from the original KOTOR team. What makes me those worries ease a little bit, though, is the fact that EA seems to not be involved with this at all. No, it's BioWare, it's Lucas Games, Yeah, it's Sony Interactive this Entertainment. Is, if you're going to take a gamble like this with a relatively unknown studio like Aspire, 
this is what you do. But this is a team that's been r- running and working on Star Wars games for like the past yeah. five or six years now. That that part makes me think maybe it could be good. It's just I I I worry when it's uh this company that when I look at the website it's like look at all these mobile ports we've done and like oh god this is. But once you like look at all of their game library, it's not just the mobile ports. It's, no, it's not. It's, it's a lot of Steam ports no, too. No, it's it's not. They like they they know what they're doing, and I I'm, and I am aware that I might be crazy with this because Blue Point Games is also has a similar like backlog. Right. Of, like, yeah. So maybe I'm wrong. I'm probably going to be wrong because he's going to be super wrong. I don't think I don't think anyone involved at Lucasfilm or Disney is going to let anyone fuck this up. No, like this is this might be the most beloved Star Wars game of all time. This is like this is Star Wars is the license to print money. Right. And I'm going to no matter the quality of the game, I'm going to play it because I I want I want to experience the game. It's like once again, the Aspire—they're not just doing this themselves. They've brought on developers from the original Knights of the Old yes. Republic team. They've got developers from that old Bioware team. They're working with the developers at Lucas Games, and they're working with the developers at Sony Interactive Entertainment. Because you know, once you decide you're going to do a Knights of the Old Republic remake, you cannot fuck that. No, up. No, you can't. Like, this is like this is like you have to slam dunk it. You either slam dunk this or your studio is done. Yep. Straight up. We will never... If this is bad, we'll never hear from Aspire ever again. Like, if you hit, at, like, CD Projekt Red cyberpunk levels of oh. bad with this, like... Oh, no. You're fucking I, sunk. That's a whole new worry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they will, because... This, this... Like, not to get too off topic, the CD Projekt Red thing is, like, a whole, like, crock pot of shit. <laughs> There's, like, so many factors into going in what made that game go wrong. That was that was top down, just bad choices. Yeah, it was just like holy shit. How do you fuck this up this bad? But anyways, Kotor remake. I, I'm excited to see actual like footage from the game. Oh uh, man, when this gameplay footage comes out, I'm not. I, I, I I'm gonna save that way in my mind for later for my own private time. You know, when I see the actual gameplay <laughs> from it, like oh, it's gonna be good. I do have one other small worry, and that is this is not coming out for three years. Uh, knowing a Bioware game, I'd probably put it at late 2022 at this rate. Yeah, I because like a CG trailer with just barely a, like I think it's Revan in the yeah it is Revan. So it's like hopefully we see something from this soon. That kind of yeah. So we're, we're honestly knowing a Bioware. Well, I say it Bioware. This is an Aspire game, but with Bioware tendencies behind now, it, more than likely. When you, when you say bi- they get just so I can be clear, when you say they have Bioware developers. Is this the same developers who worked on Andromeda? <laughs> because <laughs> no, so new worry. The same developers as ones who worked on the night. Yes. Okay. So all right. Good. 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 Because like that is as as much as I love Bioware, there's some worries on Bioware's future right now. So kind of yeah. an interesting time. But you know what? I think maybe they'll they'll like. I don't think. Bioware's going to bounce back because they've got the new Mass Effect coming and the new Dragon Age coming. They'll they'll eventually turn around. And they're going to be like, oh, Anthem, what's that? <laughs> we don't talk about that time. <laughs> anyway. Anyways, KOTOR remake looks cool. So we're going to move on to like this really like bonkers-looking anime-esque game about a post-apocalyptic Earth with, okay. with this woman right. running around doing have- this kind of crazy shit. I have okay. First of all, it's a it's a Korean. Uh, we're talking about Project Eve. It's a Korean made uh, sort of like action game. Um, here's where this game gets weird for me. This is straight up a, a Parasite Eve homage, and I can tell because at one point when they're walking through like the space station looking thing, 
They go, Eve, they're parasiting right in front of you. Oh, what, the name of the game didn't give it away? Project yeah, Eve? It's definitely, these people love Project, like, Parasite Eve. You cannot convince me otherwise. Um, I never played Parasite Eve, but... Um, this, Parasite, okay. I was talking about this in a group chat I'm in uh, uh, a couple days ago. I was like, Parasite Eve didn't really ever grab me as, like, a game. I, was, I played maybe, like, 15 minutes of it on the PS3 port. That, right. And, like... It's just not... I didn't care for it. Um, but it's a beloved game in that It is. Way. And I think it's... I think it's iconic. I, I'm not going to deny that it, like... It's a game that has its fans. It's just, like, not for me. Um, this game looks cool. Uh, there's a lot of cool-looking Korean games coming out. Like, I, I don't really... Like, um... You don't see a lot of Korean-based stu- dev studios that often making something as high-profile as this. Right. Actually, I looked up the studio before we recorded this, and actually, their only two other games are two very anime-esque mobile games. Yeah. And now they're doing this AAA console Yeah, game. it looks... I Honestly, this game looks pretty cool. It looks fucking bonkers. It looks like some weird mix of, like, Bayonetta, Devil May Cry. Yeah. Like, it just looks nuts. It, they, they're they wearing their influences on their sleeves, and I think that's a very good decision, especially if this is, like, your first big AAA release. Yeah, this game's going to be anime as fuck. Yeah. Like, there's just no way. It's, like, it's going to be anime trope after anime trope after anime trope. They have literally, like, Metal Gear Revengeance villains in the trailer at one point. I was like... Is, what Metal Gear is this like the Locust from Gears of War? Like, there's so much in oh, there. Anime tentacle monsters? That's never gonna come back to bite them in the ass. Rule thirty four. The fuck out of that game already. Yeah, I, I don't know. This game looks kind of cool. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll do well. I, I think mean, it's gonna be a lot of fun. I think it's gonna be like a dumb, like fun little adventure you lose yourself in for like 12, 12 15 hours. You yeah, know? I, I'm always really receptive to new action games, and this look, this one looks like they're really using, like they're inspired. Rather than just be like, we made a hack and slash game that's like an hour long. Go ahead and play it. Like, right. Eh. I'm really looking forward to the speed run of this game. <laughs> Me too. I'm it's looking. Be really good. I'm looking forward to the <laughs> awesome games done quick episode on this. Yes, yeah, really good. <laughs> All right, then we we jump right into Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. And we actually get to see some gameplay from this finally. Yeah, it looks cool. Uh, I like the the kind of like the setting. Um, I know people are like Tiny Tina's so annoying. And I'm like. She's really not that annoying. Yeah, she's really not. That's a, she's a, that's a great voice actress. Like, she's really bringing out that character. And you're, she's fucking nailing it, absolutely. And once again, this is based off the Borderlands 2 DLC, which is the best Borderlands DLC ever, hands down. Yeah, out of the 15 million DLCs they released for that game. Like, this is, it's kind of an original idea, I think. You know, taking this and putting it in a big old fantasy setting like this. And you get, kind of watching the gameplay, you get the idea that... Because you mentioned this before, that there's gonna you think there's going to be character creation that oh, no. hinted towards. No, no, they straight up said today there's character creation. Right, so I think kind of towards the end of the gameplay trailer, you see the fact that you're like walking up to this table with a couple of other characters and Tiny Tina at the head yeah. as a DM. I think you create your character and then she throws you into these custom campaigns that she's come up with. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I think that's a it's fucking a cool concept. idea. It's going to be great. Yeah, I think it's a cool concept and like this, like, as a Borderlands spinoff, this is a cool way to do it. I think this is going to be better than Borderlands. Maybe. I don't know. I like Borderlands a whole lot. Maybe well. <laughs> also, can we talk about the fact that, like, right away they're setting the tone of the game by using a baby metal song as part of the trailer? Oh, yeah. yeah the Give Me Chocolate. <laughs> yeah. And it, I, love, I love baby metal, so, like, it's I that was, was awesome. I was bopping hard to that. I'm like, yes, this is the game that I want to play. Like, yes. I haven't really, like... 
I tore into Borderlands 1, and I th played that game through twice, like, really hard. And I never touched 2 or 3, because, like, Dude. it's just more of the same. It didn't really grab me. This is going to grab me. This is going to make me want to play this. Yeah, it's an interesting concept. Um, I'm looking forward to playing this coming out and running through this with my friends. And uh, Oh, yeah, this is going to be a great co-op game. Yeah, like absolutely. Uh, but, yeah, Tiny Tees Wonderland looks fucking awesome. Excited to finally play it. And then we move on to another big old AAA title here, uh, formerly known as Project Athia. We finally get our first gameplay look at the newly titled Forspoken. Okay, this game, honestly, I love this game already. <laughs> I can tell that this is going to be a hunter-ass game. Um, oh yeah, this game looks fucking phenomenal. It's so It has the dumbest like story idea ever. It's like, what if you're just dropped into a fantasy world? I'm like, yes, I want that. I want that in game form, please. Well, that's not a dumb idea. It's used a lot. I think it's called the isekai. Uh, isekai, yeah. Isekai trope, basically. I love that it's an isekai. It's so funny, and I, I just love the tone of the game so far. It looks uh, great. There's a giant dragon that you seemingly have to fight. Pretty cool. You just get these powers, and you're just running around a big old fantasy world after being dropped in from Ghetto New York, and they're like, okay, yeah, okay. All right. I can do this. Hell yeah. Also, it comes from Luminous Productions, who are the people behind Final Fantasy 15. Yeah. Are you, like, are you kidding me? Like, I, are you, I, What's funny is you look at that game, and it's like, that is a Final Fantasy That is a Final Fantasy. Like, they're like, oh, we want to make a Final Fantasy game. They're like, how about a new IP? And they're like, all right. Let's make this dumb <laughs> Isekai game. Um, yeah. I think that game's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Uh, it, Gary Whitta, who wrote Rogue One, is working on it, which is nuts. Awesome. It was an awesome Star Wars movie. If you hate that movie, you're wrong. Um, it might be the, one of the best ones. Yeah, honestly, it's my favorite Star Wars movie, if I'm being honest with you. You know, right up there with Last Jedi. Yeah. I Last Jedi is my second favorite. Uh, anyone who hates Last Jedi is wrong, and uh, please email us at askcomicclub.gmail.com if you disagree. <laughs> and I'm with Hunter on this one. I actually really enjoy The Last Jedi, and everyone who hates it is just dumb. Yeah. Because you can't come up with a good reason why. No, it's always like, okay, my favorite, <laughs> not to get too lost in the meats on The Last Jedi. Tangent alert! <laughs> but, like, my favorite argument about Last Jedi is the idea that the because they do a Star Destroyer through another one, they're like, why don't they do that every time? Like... It yeah, why, why don't they do that every time? Let's think about that for a second. Why don't they just suicide mission every time? Because <laughs> resources aren't, you know, <laughs> these fucking multi-trillion dollar, like, freighter ships or whatever they are. Like, they gotta be hella expensive, like, maintain and upkeep. Why don't we just drive into them? Yeah. Like Multi-billion credit nonsense. I mean, granted, the ca casino side uh, story was kind of stupid. But the rest of that thing was great. Yeah. You, n none of those people would ever make it as a general. They'd be like, oh, just ram into him. Like, you're that, a fucking idiot. No. no, no. Okay. That's what we're talking about. Uh, we're really excited about First Pokemon. We think it's going to be great. It's going to be a lot of fun. And we're both really looking forward to it. I can't wait to see more of it. Yeah. And seeing whatever the release date might be. Because at this rate... Yeah, 2023. <laughs> it might be late 2022, early 2023. <laughs> if it's a Final uh, Fantasy-esque title. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. What's funny is uh, there is a there's like a Square Enix showcase coming up soon, and I think we might get a Final Fantasy 16 release date. Then. I would just or like a release window. I would I would love it. I would I, 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 would, I would cry honestly if that um, happens. Like I, after well before this showcase, there's only one game that was gonna make me buy a PS5, and it was Final Fantasy 16. We can add Knights to the Old Republic to that list. <laughs> there are two games that'll make me buy a PS5. Well, I mean, there's like two other games that. Are really exciting that you could buy a PS5 for it that we're gonna talk about. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. 
Uh, on to the next one that they showcased was an Alan Wake remaster, which uh. had been hinted at and like kind of teased and rumored for a little while now, but it's like... I, so, eh. <laughs> the footage they showed does not look great. I mean, it looks I've, better than the original Alan Wake. It does, but, like, it still looks like an Xbox 360 game. And no, that's my issue. No. It, it, it does. Like at, least, at least Xbox One When PS4. you look into his eyes, like, he looks like a d- dull person. <laughs> well, you have to think this is probably alpha beta footage, right? Yeah, it looks... I, I'm just... Alan Wake is good. Uh, I just, like, have no interest in a remaster. Um... It's almost one of those games, like the, almost like the Silent Hill series, where you know the low polygon rates and like the original See, stuff on the PlayStation kind of helped build the effects. I feel like you could it. you could remake Silent Hill one and two, and and like if you just as long as you keep like the, the atmosphere of those games and like the, the voice acting, mm-hmm. like you they'd be good games like to buy. Um, right. Uh, Alan Wake. Unfortunately, does not have the gravitas that Silent Hill has, and I, I am a I uh, I am a Silent Hill Mega fan. Like it's one of my favorite franchises. Like Metal Gear Solid, Silent Hill. That's like the two end all be alls for me. Oh wow, okay. Um, and Alan Wake just does not have the weight that Silent Hill has. As someone who stays away from psychological thriller games and horror games like that, uh, I've never touched it, never played it, but. Uh, the atmosphere looks good. Yeah, it, from what what they showed. It like Alan Wake is just like it's good. Don't get me. I don't want people to think. Oh, I hate you. Hate Alan Wake. No, I'm like no. I it's just a have good no story. I have no interest in buying a remaster that honestly does not look like that good to me. <laughs> I think it looked fine. I think you're being a little harsh on the Alan. Wake I don't know. I look. I just every time they see, it's hard for me to get excited about remasters rather than remakes because. There's a problem with remasters in that I can still see where they came from. And I'm like, oh, oh, I bought this $500 machine to run this game I have on PlayStation 2. And it looks like maybe more jagged or something. But like, it, it's just like, it's not appealing to me. Just as new for you. Hey, you know what? These things happen. We'll, yeah. see, we'll see when we see more Alan Wake yeah. what the actual gameplay looks like and like maybe see a mission or see more of the story that comes out, you know? Yeah. But it'll come with time. Yeah. Um, well, you will jump right to like their next like big AAA um, psychological thriller, Ghostwire Tokyo, and I know you're kind of excited about this. Yes. Ghostwire Tokyo, uh, Tango Softworks, who made Evil Within, um, are releasing this crazy, like, it has the coolest aesthetic I've ever seen. It's like, you're in Tokyo, but you're using magic and shit to fight ghosts. It's like, hell yeah. Um, it's such a, like an anime storyline. Like, kid gets pulled in some, like, altered dimension, and now you've just got these fucking abilities. And you, you're like Doctor Strange, just like, pulling out sigils and shit. I'm like, yeah, this is like, this is a game that's gonna be special. Right, and it's got that Skyrim perspective to it. Yeah, it's like first person, which is also interesting, because, like, I don't, we, we don't really get, like... First person psychological thrillers a whole lot. Yeah, like, especially, like, first person shooter style yeah. versions of it. Because, like, you're, you look fully capable of taking all these things on. You're not you're not hampered. You're just, like, you're firing spells at them. Um, and, man, I, it just looks so cool. Like, I, I'm so excited to play this game. It's a really cool setting, and they've got a really neat aesthetic going for it, and it just looks really pretty. I just want to see more of what the actual 
gameplay looks like. Yeah. And, it, you know, I'm afraid that when it comes to a game like this, the story's going to be super tropey heavy. Yeah, but and, I love that shit. <laughs> but it might, like, have an ending that they try to hit really hard or something. I really... What they kind of tease in, this, in the story and with the, what they show. It but, seems really dark. Oh, yeah. Of course a game like this is going to be really dark. You just said it's from Tango's... Softworks, yeah. Softworks, right. Did Evil Within. Wasn't that a really dark game? Eh, kind of. It's not... It's not as dark as what this seems to be, because, like, in this, it just seems everyone is fucked. Right. <laughs> like, everyone just disappears, and it's like, oh, okay, this is terrifying. Right, and there's definitely some different animes out there that touch on this particular subject and that kind of style. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just like the idea of, like, doc, like they, these people can make a really cool Doctor Strange game, I think. Where it's probably. Like, like, where you just fire spells at people. This man just wants more Marvel games. I do. That's just, and I'm getting them. <laughs> Fuck you all. Well, let's just jump right into that, then. What, so what, the first Marvel uh, piece we saw was, we saw actually got to see the story that's coming from the Guardians of the Galaxy game. Yeah. Uh, I don't know the Marvel character's name. It's like Keeper Urden or something. I don't uh, know. I, I don't know if that's a pull. I, I believe that's a pull from the comics. I'm not sure or not, but like... Uh, I'm I'm still excited for this game. I, I people are like oh, it doesn't look that appealing, but like I've read previews from people I trust who are like, yeah, this is kind of interesting. I'm like, yeah, all right. Um, this would be great. I, people who poo 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 all these games before they actually come out and like actually give them a chance. Like, what what the fuck are you talking about? What are you basing this off of besides just your own dumb bullshit opinion? I I've seen people who don't like Star Lord's kind of new look, and I'm like, oh my god. He, you can. There's skins though. You can buy skins. And how or, many times has Star Lord's look changed about the comics throughout all in the past? You know, if it's a Marvel game, there's a guarantee that you won't have to look at that character model because you'll like dress them up in stupid skins. Oh my god! Like Marvel games just print skins. That's what they do. Yeah, it's like like Spider Man has like 18 different costumes in it, and they're all good. Yeah. And people are, people like that costume now. Who they threw such a bitch fit about the original like Spider Man like advanced suit. And now they're like, oh, it looks so cool in the, in the second game trailer. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it looks awesome. Shut up. See, <laughs> people just don't know what the fuck they're talking about. That's part of the problem. They're so reactionary. I think it's because Marvel is such a like protected property where people like have strong feelings. It's like Star Wars, essentially. Yeah. That's um, true. But sometimes those opinions are just a little yeah. a little harsh, a little too harsh. Yeah. And we're not done with that here. We don't do that. But yeah, the story came in, looks great. I'm really interested in it. Like I'm I'm more interested in it than I was before. Yeah, it, and like, I think that's saying something about it. It's got Cosmo, the the space dog, right? I saw that. I was like, "That's awesome. that's a good boy in space." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I still would like to see more. I think well, a little bit more. They did do a, a gameplay walkthrough a while ago. I think you can find it on YouTube where it was like they showed a section of the game because it's not people like it's like Mass Effect. It's not really like Mass Effect. It's more of like a linear story action game. Yeah. Which is which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. No, no. I mean that's what kind of we're going for it. Obviously, like all these games are talking about, it's like, oh, throw a DLC here. Guardians goes to this planet. Yeah. Uh, DLC Tiny Tina's new campaign. You just walk in on. You know, like I think that the developers are being smart about how they're leaving themselves the ability to add more to the game later. Yeah, and if like you have a single story to tell, tell your story. Like, right. Like, and that's awesome. Do that too. We love that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this game was good. I'm so excited to play it finally. Um, after rumor for about a year. That's finally happening. Uh, fucking awesome. And now let's move on to the second Spider-Man game, what they showed for that. Yeah! Because this actually caught me really unaware. I was not expecting a Spider-Man 2 to come so fast after Miles Morales. Well, so, from what I understand, there is, like, at Insomniac, there is 
multiple teams now. So apparently 10,000 employees? There's Yeah, and uh, no crunch, apparently, according to the Ratchet team. Um, well, when you got 10,000 employees, you don't really need crunch, right? Yeah. I mean, In theory? If you're, if you're smart about... If you're a good manager, um, if you're out there listening and you're a manager... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shade. You can do anything if you are good at project management. Uh, as long as you have the people... You're good, just, you know. And you know what's a good good case for this? We haven't heard any horror stories coming out of Insomniac Games. No, in fact, when Ratchet came out, they were like, yeah, we all worked, like, 40-hour weeks. We'd go home, like, no weekends. And, like, they'd work from home, apparently. Like, it's, it's just so dumb to me that Crunch is still a thing. Right, like, in, Insomniac Games is literally printing money with every single game they've produced over the past four years. They've literally released two next-gen games when most companies have not done that yet. Right. And, like, they're they're showing, like, the blueprint of how to be a successful company, and other companies are like, what do we do? Yeah, what? Oppress like, women? Okay. N- no! No. Like, ro- uh, Rockstar and Activision have entered the chat. Yikes. Uh, so is Riot. Uh, <laughs> I used to love League Legends so much, and then they ruined it for me. Uh, that game is always trash. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even disagreeing. But yeah, no, uh, Spider-Man 2 trailer, uh, with what sounds to be Craven the Hunter and Venom showing up, voiced by Tony Todd, the Candyman himself. That's awesome. Um, I think if they don't hit, like, a Sinister Six storyline, I'd be really disappointed in this game. Well, the Sinister Six is in the first game. Kind of. Well, no, straight up they are. <laughs> you don't hit all of them, though. No, it's, it's, it's Rhino, uh, Electro, Vulture, Scorpion... Dr. Octopus? You don't fight Doc Oct, do you? He, he's the main villain, dude. Oh, duh, my God. And Mr. Negative. Technically, that's his Oh, that's right, sick. Mr. Negative. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, adding Craven in the game is interesting, because that was not the villain I was expecting to be in this game. Uh, I thought it was, for sure it was going to be Green Goblin. Um, well, I, feel, I stand super corrected, because I <laughs> played Spider-Man so long, I forgot all the bosses dude, I fought. <laughs> so good. That game... I play that game a lot. That game is awesome. So I guess it, if that's the case, we they'd be since they already hit the Sinister Six, um, would they be going more like the Venom Carnage route then? You think? Uh, so let's just call this what it is. Uh, Venom is Harry, very obviously Harry Osborn. <laughs> if you played the first game, you you probably figure that out like mm-hmm. immediately as soon as you find out Harry's fate. Um, but I I, I kind of see them doing this. And then kind of moving on to maybe a more grounded story with with Miles again. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, this game sounds cool. I'd love to see more from it. I'd love to see how switching between uh, Peter and Miles works. That's going to be really cool. Because they're both playable. Um, it's like, can you... Will it be like a tag team thing where like you can call one in for like combos and I stuff? I think it'll or? be like... Uh, Ar- I don't know if you ever played the Arkham games. Um but like they have this tag system in night and city where you can kind of you're if you're in a c- combat with another like Batman family member oh can, yeah I remember you can that. do yeah, finishers yeah. with them and yeah. then you, you switch think, characters you think it'll be like that yeah. where they're only in there for certain combat yeah things and they'll I, have their own storyline as you go through and, that, and that's a f- fun way of doing it um yeah I think you're right I think that's a really smart way that they'll probably go about it yeah but yeah right. I'm excited for this game as 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 foretold in the prophecy <laughs> i mean it's a marvel game so of course he's excited yeah. about it we feast him boys all right all right here we go hold on hold on hunter yes how excited were you about that wolverine trailer dude 
I was like, at first, I was like, oh, is this like Luke Cage? That'd be pretty cool. And then like, it's like, I immediately know, knew it was Wolverine. So as soon as I saw the hat and the and like the Hawaiian shirt, I was like, yep, it's Wolverine. And when he popped the claw, it's so cool. Like that is the best way to do a Wolverine trailer. Like to set the tone. Um, I just want to talk about that guy who like gets back up. Yeah. With the knife. I'm like, you he, you just watched this dude shit over the entire bar and everything's busted, and you're like, I can still get this guy. Like. The balls on that guy. He's, like, drinking in a room full of unconscious or dead people. Like, <laughs> there's... The, what were you going to do to him? Um, the, Insomniac has said that this is a full-size game, not like Miles Morales. Um, and it'll be uh, mature in tone. Which, yes, that's what you need to do. Absolutely. Um, I'm excited to see more. We will not see this game for another year or so. Oh, I think. at least. Uh, at this least. is, like, a 2024 game, I bet. Um, right, because isn't Spider-Man 2 closer than that one? Yes. Yeah. Um, I would not be shocked if it's 2023 too, but I doubt it will be. Only because in how the way Insomniac works. It, at best, I'm thinking holiday 2023 for this. Yeah. I, I'm sure that this game is being worked on, and it's, like, in a conceptual stages right now. Absolutely. Um, but, you know, this is also another game, like, you can't fuck with Wolverine. No. Like, that, that fan base is rabid. It, it, it's a character that, like... I feel like lends itself to games very well. And we um, haven't really seen Wolverine in any sort of, like, standalone capacity. In a while. Uh, the last one was the X-Men Origins game that was actually pretty good. <laughs> better than the movie? Yeah, it's way better than the movie. Well, that's not that hard to do, but... <laughs> that game is actually really awesome, because, like, it had this cool physics thing where, like, as you took damage, he would just fall apart, <laughs> essentially. Like, you could see his bones and shit. Nice. It was cool. I, I love that game. Um, I'd love to find it on PS3 or something and play it again. Uh, yeah, but Wolverine needs a mature setting. Like, it he abs- does. like you can't do Wolverine at like the Spider-Man setting. He's it's- a man with knives on his fists. Like, you can't do anything but mature. <laughs> right? <laughs> What's he gonna do? Kick people? Like, is he gonna do the Leonardo thing from Ninja Turtles where he just kicks people? Right. At this point, like, I just want Insomniac games to keep printing Marvel games at the high level they do, and then I want Rocksteady just to print DC games at the high level that they do, and I just want those two companies to compete in that this se- case. That seems to be what. Rocksteady is doing for right now. I'm sure that they will eventually do something on their own, um, which I'd love to see. I mean, I'm excited for Suicide Squad. Um, Rocksteady, please, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in that engine, for the love of God. That would be pretty cool. That would be bomb. Uh, Warner Brothers, like, there's a lot of Warner Brothers properties they could do justice. Like, I think they could do a really neat Matrix game. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. I don't think they will. No, <laughs> absolutely not. But it'd be cool. Uh, speaking of licensed games, I want to talk about this river that I heard. Um... Uh, that I don't know if it's true or not, but okay. I I kind of hope it is. Uh, so Sony Ben, the studio that made Days Gone, yep. supposedly is working on a Men in Black game. Interesting. And I'm like, what would that even be? And I, and I don't I don't know if it's true or not. Um, but if it is, I'm intrigued. Um, Give me like a Mass Effect style cover type shooter. See, I was thinking more like. Um, um, what the fuck is that game called? Fuck, I forgot the game. Control. Where it's okay. like, you're in one location, and you just gotta fight aliens the whole time. I think that'd be cool. That'd be really neat, too. Like, you're in Men in Black headquarters, and you have to, like, get out of Men in Black headquarters. I think that'd be awesome. Or they could do it. I don't... I kind of hope it's not open world, if they do do it, because I don't know how they do it. I mean, Men in Black, they're, like, they're always traveling. You know, there's always, they have the like, car. a yeah. traversal, or, you know... I think they could... Whatever they do would be interesting. Because yep. so, uh, Days Gone, 
It, it's it's fine. People shit on that game. Like it's not a bad game. I mean, it I just... tried that PAX East before it was released, and I thought it was fine. It's fun. It was. It's fun. It's, it's not. It was it's not that, bad. Yeah, you know, when zombie survival horror games were the thing, like that fit right into it. The problem is, is a zombie survival horror game. Like I think that's the problem is that it, there's zombies in it. If that was like like an open world biker game, it'd be really good. Oh I my think. god! Uh, just print full throttle now. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, Double Fine could. Like someone, if Double Fine made like a Psychonaut style full throttle game, I'd Dude, be into that. Be awesome. Yeah. Um. All right. So what are we talking about next? Well, um. Gosh, this is just really annoying. But Rockstar, what the fuck are you doing? Like seriously, what what are what is your thought process? So, like, you know what we need to do? We need to remaster and re-release GTA Five again for the eleven thousand fucking time. I think this is gonna bite them in the ass. Yeah. I do not think this is gonna sell well. Everyone's pissed off at them for it. It's like, this is going... With the rumors of GTA 6 having, like, a Fortnite map, I'm real. I, I really am concerned for Wait, the future what? of... <laughs> yeah. So, the I, so the the running theory around Rock's, GTA 6 right now is that it'll have, like, an evolving map like Fortnite does. Okay. Well, that's not necessarily a bad thing, though. It's not. But, like, my worry is with GTA 5 being this cash cow for them... Did they learn the wrong lessons from GTA 5? Because of GTA Online? Yes. So you think GTA 6 is going to be the amalgamation of both where you're like yeah. in an always online open world type situation? Yes. And I could see that. Knowing Rockstar uh, fans, let's call them, in open world games where there's multiplayer, oh that God. sounds fucking awful. That, that, those people are fucking assholes. Yeah. To put it plainly. We're talking about people who dress up like KKK members in Red Dead Online. Um... You gotta keep single player and multiplayer separately. You just you, do. you just gotta. It, it, this is not gonna end well for them. Uh, I don't think this is going to be a popular decision at all. I think um, it it will be for their I, online component. I, their core base will be satisfied. Right. Um, and you know what? That option, honestly, this is not this. The more I think about this, it's not a bad thing. If, if your single player campaign is your single player campaign, right? Yeah. And I mean, Rockstar doesn't. They haven't really done DLC for anything in a very long time. But if you have that, my. Yeah. Evolving map concept that gives you the ability to release DLC for a single player, which they may or may not do. Yeah, like what Avengers does. Um, right. Uh, where the map evolves and there's a story around it. And I think that could be a really neat idea. My my Again, my issue with it is they think they're going to sell GTA 5 numbers, which was in the billions. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, Well, it's if they not sell the happening. same game for 10 years again, yeah, they might. Yeah, it's just not happening. I'm, you, this is not going This is not going to be another GTA 5. Like, people are burnt out. It's not happening. Yeah, I mean, you can only sell the same game for so long and, and try to release it for another generation, which is graphically not that different from the previous generation. It's not. And it's GTA Five is a great looking game. Right. It's Don't already great looking. And like you the comparisons that you've shown aren't It's not that different. Anything mind blowing? Like it's just you you put ray tracing in it. Good job, guys. Ooh, who the fuck cares? Um It's just they're gonna kill the goodwill. Yeah, they have, and I'm like, it's they're 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 setting themselves up for failure. Uh, I'm just so disappointed in this. Uh, on the story of remakes, you know, we got Uncharted Four and Lost Legacy coming as well to PC and PS Five. Yeah, I'm excited because like uh, playing Uncharted Four on PC sounds awesome. <laughs> that game is beautiful, and yeah, those games are gorgeous. So I actually I really like the idea of moving Uncharted to the PS Five. It's just too bad it's not an original one yet. I think that's coming. I think. That's going to be a while before that comes out. But doesn't just, only because of like Naughty Dog right now is tied up in Last of Us projects. 
But they uh, finished number two. Well, they're working on the, the factions multiplayer game. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, so. Gross. It It's just like, it's a thing of like, man, Naughty Dog is so stretched thin right now. Um, right? They need to pull in some. And they need numbers. good PR again. Just make another Uncharted, please. I, I love Uncharted. I want to see... I mean, isn't Thief's End the end of Nathan's story, though? Yeah, it's going to be his daughter now. Oh, okay. I can yeah. see that. Please, I want I want to know if Nate and Elena's kid is cool. Uh, obviously. They've got Nate and Elena as their parents. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Honestly, if Nate, Nathan Drake was my dad, I'd be pretty cool. Right. If Nolan North was my dad, that'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Damn you, Cooper <laughs> North, or whatever your name is. <laughs> I could have had your life. I could have been there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Exciting, exciting times. Exciting times. Like, that's a remake that people are or re, re whatever re release with a little bit of extra ray tracing added on that people are actually kind of excited about. Yeah, I'll play Thief's End again. This is a good game. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I've been playing. Well, I was playing the Uncharted re remakes or remasters. Those are so good. They're that, so good. Like, the Uncharted collection is awesome. I'm so glad that's how I'm experiencing those. Yes. Like it feels like they're really especially good, Uncharted good. One because yeah. like it is a way better experience on the Uncharted collection. Yeah, it was kind of ugly in the first round yeah <laughs> so yeah. tell me what you think about this weird radiohead and epic games collab i don't that's i'm not on. a radiohead fan so i don't i don't know what's going on at all it seems like one of those like really weird experimental project kind of things i think it's cool that epic is taking a risk on this um well, no, it's not really a risk. They're like, they'll be fine either way. Like, um, oh, let, let me cry with my hundreds of yeah. $100 bills well, and be like, oh, I'll, I'll it's cool to see, see if it works. What I mean is, it is cool to see them like, hey, like we're going to try this thing with Radiohead. Um, and yeah, um, I, re- I don't like Radiohead. I'm not a fan. Um, well, so. as the Radiohead fan here, I fucking love Radiohead. If they're doing this based off the Kid A album, like, sign me the fuck up. Yeah, because that's sure. pretty good. I want to see what this is gonna be. Is Are they gonna, gonna play Creep? Probably not. They hate Creep. Oh god, yeah, that I'm tired of that song. Fuck that. I'm a Creep. Okay, we're gonna get DMC head. Oh no. Yeah. So this looks intriguing. I just want to see more. Like, what? What is this? Is it somewhere like music game? Is it a rhythm game? Is it just story game? Like, is it like this real experimental thing? I just I need to see more. It looks weird. More. It does seem weird. All right. Ugh. It's been eight years, but we finally have a new. Gran Turismo. Oh, we were all fiending, weren't we? Yes. The wow. racing world, the sim racing world was fiending it's... for a new Gran Turismo, and now it is here. And you know what? The thing with Gran Turismo is I've always seen it more as, I mean, obviously it's like this really huge racing game and all, but I've always seen it more as a tech demo for the console that it's yeah, on. Yeah, it is. I'm not a big simulation racer fan. I um, mean, that sticks for both of us. We're both not really into the whole sim racing thing. I like Cruising USA. Uh... <laughs> Give me that Need for Speed. Life. Need for Speed is fun. Uh, I like Burnout. I don't like Gran Turismo. No, but the game looks gorgeous, as a Gran Turismo game should. Yeah, I wanna. If I'm playing a racing game, I want it to be fucking goofy. Right. I wanna. I wanna play as a dolphin, like you can in Cruising Blast. <laughs> I need that re-release of Diddy Kong Racing for yes. the God Nintendo. Come on, push Rare, that. It'll never happen, but I want it. But it's so weird. It's so weird that you know GT Six released on PS3, and then they just skipped the PS4. Which is I, weird because you. I think that every system's had a Gran Turismo on it. I think that uh, the Gran Turismo. I don't know how well Gran Turismo sells, but I think it was more of a thing of like, well, we have this awesome technology, and we have we have the market share right now, like the biggest share of the market. So, do we really need to show off what we can do because we have a bunch of games already doing that? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I think. 
Gran Turismo has the same kind of audience that FIFA does. Yep. Almost. Yeah. You know, where it's not really prevalent in the States, but it's very prevalent on a global scale. That'd be my argument. I don't know. Maybe. I, I'm not a big... I don't know much about Gran Turismo. I mean, they're on their seventh game, so obviously it's selling pretty dang well. They're doing okay. They're doing just fine over there, you know? Also, they had Project Cars around the PS4 time, or whatever it was, like, Drive, oh, whatever the fuck right. the game. Drive and, Club. Yeah, it's Drive Club. And, I like, think that's that was, was supposed yeah. to be their new Gran Turismo replacement, and then that did tor- terrible, so... That was their four as a competitor, and it just failed miserably. That game sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I played about ten hours of it. Which one, Forza or Drive, Drive Club? Club? Okay, and it's not fun. Yeah, I think that's probably. I'd that rather play Gran Turismo, and I hate Gran Turismo. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back Midnight Club. Can we do that? Midnight uh, Club was awesome. No, that's never coming back. Damn. I, was that was that a THQ? Yes. It was. Yeah, that's why it's never coming back. <laughs> well, we got New Nordic now, and maybe they have it. Maybe. Make a new Twisted Metal. Let's do that. No, they said they're making a Twisted Metal movie. No, it's a show. Oh, it's a show? Yes. I thought it was a movie. Yeah, with Anthony Mackie. I saw that and I was like... That's pretty cool. Actually, you know what? It's a Deadpool writer, so it'll probably be funny. Yeah. Yeah, give me that. Give me that. So, uh, I'm excited for that. I want to see that. I bet it'll be bad. But. All right. And uh, as PlayStation is out to do, they saved their big marquee, big old okay. announcement for last of all. I am so excited for this game. It's not even funny. We're talking about God of War Ragnarok. I, okay, so I God of War, the first God of War was like the biggest surprise to me because I, I don't like the first three. What? God of War games or uh, and Ascension? I don't like that one either. I never played Ascension uh, because Vita? no, that was uh, okay Xbox. Uh, <laughs> no, that it was on PS3. I think it was on 360 as well. Um, it is not good. I don't like the first of all. I don't like the original combat. I think it's kind of floaty and weird. Also, I don't care for like. This is gonna sound like I'm an SJW, but I'm like. I am, so fuck you. <laughs> oh my god, what we got? Uh, I don't care for how that those games treat women, and like, its tone is disgusting to me. Okay, I can understand that. Um, so I didn't like them. But like, God of the God of War 2018 is fantastic. One of the best stories in games in a while. Yeah, that was amazing when they were like, oh yeah, we're going to remaster God of War and totally new story, new setting. You're like, fuck yeah, this game's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Yeah. And it's got a good story re- that redeems a character who's just edgelord. Right. Because um, that's what Kratos was for the first for the Yeah, trilogy. he was just angry yelling man, and now he's like, he has to be a dad, and that's interesting. They really grounded the character, and they made it really yeah. good because And of they that. made him a good character somehow. Yeah. They, uh, they took the anti-hero out of it. Yeah. And uh, I'm excited for this, because like, the, what they showed is exciting. Like, Thor shows up in the trailer, um, and he asks... Yes. Okay, I was kind of laughing because Thor asks him, are you a calm and rational man? I was like, nah, sir. Nah. You have me confused with someone else. That, that is not who Kratos is. That is not what he does. Uh, I, I Like I said, I love the first game, and this looks like they're they're bringing their A game. Uh, also, this is the end of the, the, the Norse trilogy, apparently. Except it's not a trilogy because it's all right, two it's games. It's a duology. The Norse story. And the N- Norse saga. Which is okay. We only needed two games. Um, it looks cool. It looks really awesome. Uh, Tyr looks fucking badass. He's a giant fucking bearded dude. Yeah. Who'll just fuck people up, probably. All the characters look incredible. The storyline seems great. Yeah. And you know what? They did this right. Because they kind of teased God of War Ragnarok at one point, if I remember correctly. The, at the end of... Yeah, they did at E3. Couple, not E3. Uh, 
Fuck, Game Awards, I right. believe. But then we haven't seen anything about it since then. Yeah, they just announced the title. And we're like, oh, okay. And of course it's got to work right and right. It makes sense. And here we are. You're doing it the right way. You showed a little bit of CG and gameplay. Yeah. All at once. They're That's actually a weird concept. They're working on the game. <laughs> um, it looks awesome. Like, uh, the Mimir's back. All the all the characters you love are back. Well, the ones are still alive. Right. R.I.P. Balder. Yep. Uh, rip, rip. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. That was Balder. Uh, <laughs> Yikes. That game is so good. So uh, good. Um, um, that's going to be a console seller. Yeah. I'm excited for it. Um, I'll be there day, to, day one. I'll probably beat it by day two. <laughs> I ripped through that game so fast when it came out. I When I finally got to it, I think I spent probably two weeks straight on it every time I was able to play it's it. It's so good. It's just like, it's a fantastic game that takes a character who is so irredeemable and makes him into this interesting dude. With super fun combat. Yeah. And then they put an RPG on top of that. Yeah. Or RPG RPG type elements. And that's always my fear. My, this isn't the one thing I hate about these kinds of games. Is like, okay, you got super powerful, you got the best armor, the best weapons in the last game, and then obviously when you start God of War Ragnarok, that's all going to be stripped away from you. Yeah. It's like, I hate that. I hate that so much. Obviously it's that's the Metroid, story. the Metroid thing. Right. Where, like, she starts the game at her most powerful, and then you trip and fall, and you lose all your power up. Right. <laughs> They're going to explain that somehow. It's going to be some bullshit thing. That's what they did in the God of War trilogy, too. Well, to me, this is my theory, is that uh, because of the long winter, or whatever it's called, um, he had he lost his stuff. Like, like he had to, like, make a decision. Do I survive, or do I keep my weapons, essentially? But you see him using those weapons in the game trailer. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, he loses, like... He's like, I need to survive. I kind of have to put all my efforts into surviving. So he just forgets? Well, I guess. He I just mean, has fucking... I don't know. It, it's, it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the game's not real? I didn't know that. Thank uh, you for that. Kratos isn't real. Oh, man. I, I, I know. I'm sorry to break everyone's heart that the, the scary yelling man is not real. My reality is now shattered. How dare you? Your immersion is ruined because the boat animations are too similar to the first game. Oh, my God. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, of course they fucking are. Like, why would it be any different? Yeah, do you dip, get in your car different ways every day? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Jesus. People are stupid. Gamers will complain about anything. Yeah, it's there. It's because we've all been locked up in our houses, and it's made us all fucking dumb. And now we're taking horse pace to the warmer and gargling iodine. Jesus, I hate, I hate, just fucking fuck. I know. Um, but yeah, go where I knock. Looks great. Uh, excited to see more. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, what's one cool thing you did in gaming this week? So, I am. I, I was going to play Deathloop, but um, I decided that I'm going to wait till it comes on Game Pass. And okay. now I'm playing Judgment because I want to beat it before Lost Judgment comes out. And that's what? Late September, right? Uh, uh, a week from now. <laughs> so, good how luck are, me. How fast are you in? How far in are you? Uh, first hour? <laughs> Ooh. I can do it. Yeah, if you don't do anything else for the next yeah, week. Yeah, I'm, I'm home all weekend, baby. I'm yeah. fucking... <laughs> I'm going to edit the show, and then I'm going to play Judgment all weekend. 48-hour marathon, baby. Let's go. Yeah, I don't have to be anywhere. Um, That's cool. Judgment's great. Um, so far, it's been awesome. A lot of cool voice acting. Uh, it's got a kick-ass theme song. Oh, yeah? It's awesome. It's like this K-drama-esque, like, Ooh. banger. It's awesome. i have to catch that at some point. That's it's called Arpeggio. Good. It's really good. <laughs> uh, I love this game so far. Um Hopefully it doesn't shit the bed at some point. <laughs> uh, from what I understand, it's well-loved, and, yeah. and everyone loves it, so I just I don't see that happening. I can't wait to parry high schoolers. 
uh, in Lost Judgment with Detective Dog. <laughs> That's a character in Lost Judgment, apparently. I'm going to wait for the full review next week when we do the show. Yeah. Um, hopefully I'll have a beat by then. You better. <laughs> I'll be close, probably. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh. But yeah, how about you, Frank? You do anything cool? So, I've jumped back on the Final Fantasy XIV bandwagon. Hell yeah. And I hit the end of Realm Reborn, which is awesome. Fucking love are you this still villain. are you still a a, a bunny Lolita? Uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> With the dragoon armor, which makes no sense because there's a giant fucking hole in the stomach, and like, what is that going to defend against? See, some, some of the armor just doesn't make any sense. To I me. Have, I have Final Fantasy fourteen FOMO now because like I want to get back in, but I know the expansion's coming. I'm like, oh, there's no way I'm gonna make it in time. <laughs> the expansion's out in November. It's fine. It's fine. You got time. I'm on the trial right now. I had the free trial. Yeah, buddy. Like, free yeah. trial at the level sixty. Can check yeah. out the heavens for it at least. Yeah. So. But um, so this week actually they they re-released the uh, Final Fantasy fifteen Final Fantasy fourteen crossover event. Yeah. In game. <laughs> yeah. Where you, you can get, you the, get the car. Do you get the car? Yes. You can get the car. You can get the car. You can get his fucking haircut. You can get his clothes. This is the greatest game of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I saved up enough to get the car, and then I like went through the storyline, and then like got to the end. I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go buy the car now." I have other games to play, so I haven't actually. Well, now you have yet. the car, though. I'm gonna get that car. I'm gonna get it good. You should. You need to get the car. I'm gonna, because the event runs for a whole month, so like I got time. I got time. I fucking love that stupid car. <laughs> Dude, it's a. I'm. I'm so looking forward to it. It's a. It turns into a jet at one point. It's the fucking best. That game rules. Yeah. Also, because. Now I'm intrigued, like, man, I just want to start my Final Fantasy XV Royal Edition playthrough now. Yes. Yes. So, like, I got 13 to play. I got to play through the second half of 12 still. I got to beat Chris Tail still because that game just keeps going and going and That's going. That's JRPG. <laughs> and, no, this is, this is beyond JRPG level, how much it recycles the same areas over and over again. Oh, it's dude. a little maddening. Like, you get to the end, you're like, oh, this is a great place to end. Nope, keep going. Okay, maybe this is the end. And the next boss has stuff that led up to the storyline that you now have to deal with now. And it's like, here you go. Why wasn't this sprinkled in? The 1990s shit right there. Yeah. 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 Love that shit. One character actually ends up being the bad guy the whole time. And you're like, oh. Hell yeah. It's so tropey. Like, it really is hits Kafka them all. in it? <laughs> Kafka-esque, dude, honestly. I love Kafka. Kafka. Yeah. Yeah, so. so cool. I'm so I'm so close to beating Christos. Like, every time I think, okay, I'm going to beat Christos and then go play Artful Escape, it, it just keeps going. I'm just like, here. I hear Artful Escape is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, I played the trial at PAX East a couple years ago, and I'm like, this is my jam. I, uh, I like, need more of this colorful bullshit in my life. Yeah. It looks cool. Um, I might play that, but I got to beat Judgment, so... Artful Escape on Game Pass. It is, but also I need to beat Judgment. <laughs> yeah, you got things to do, so... Uh, you gotta, you I got to beat it, man. I got to I gotta fucking do it. All right, well, we're going to roll out so my band here can get on that judgment. But you can find us on Twitter at GameStetson and also at Young under slash under slash. Yep, and you can follow, follow the Twitter account at Comic Club Podcast. And you can find us on Facebook at Comic Club Podcast. And where can you find us to listen to us? Oh, we are on Anchor. We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. We're on... We're not on YouTube yet. I don't... I'm too lazy to edit YouTube videos, so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> one, one day we'll get there. We've got a better space to do that in. Yeah. And, uh, 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 friend, review us on iTunes. Do whatever you can. Spread the word. Like, just, just spread, spread the gospel of comedy. 
And if you have questions or you like got opinions about our hot takes, like please send them in. What's that email address again? AskComicClub at gmail.com. That's right, AskComicClub at gmail.com. Please don't not hesitate to leave yeah. comments or questions on our Facebook page or Twitter. Tell us, tell us how wrong you are about the last Jedi. Uh. Oh. Tell us how wrong we are in Last Jedi, and then we'll tell you how stupid you are. Yeah, I'll tell you how wrong you are. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Well, yeah, that's it for this week. Uh, don't forget, 